Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Tom and Warren on Joy. So we have our lovely guest here today, Fiona Patton. Good morning. <laughs> Leader of the Reason Party. I, We're here to talk about serious political stuff. Yes, it's Are You yeah. Okay Day, our mm. National Day of oh. Action. Dedicated. Are you okay? I am okay. Thank you. Thank you for checking though, Tom. That's um, important. And yourself, Fiona, how are you today? I am well. Thank you for I mean, asking. you've walked down the street from the biggest bully school that's up there, mm. or maybe the second biggest. Canberra second seems biggest. to be beating you at the moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah actually, it actually the Canberra has made the has made Spring Street look good, which is not easy. Mm. Well, not the last few weeks. I mean, every time anyone seems to ask a question, all they want to do is throw accusations back at each I know. other. And, and I think it's something really important for, for you and the listeners to understand that question time is not answer time. No. So right. it's So people ask questions and... From what I understand, no one really expects an answer. So why do we even have it then? That is such a great question. So if someone doesn't know the answer to the question then, is it okay for them to say, look, I don't know at the moment, I'll get back, or will they then be ridiculed for not knowing on the spot? Um, I I quite often ask questions that they don't know the answers to. Right. Um, and they do go, I will get that information for you and get it and get back to you. And that's about as polite as it gets. But when the when, you know, the two BM beasts that go into go into question time with the intention of, you know, rutting each other, yeah. um, they don't want answers. They mm. just they just want to embarrass with questions. So they can um, just throw. I mean, it's like a smokescreen, isn't it? So yeah. let, let, let's not look at our pol- or our lack of policies or our mm. lack of directions. What we'll do instead is just accuse everybody else of doing the wrong well, thing. And and that's. I mean, you look at this week in in federal parliament. They have talked about nothing except for each other. You know, I don't think mm. we've heard a single bit of policy. I did hear Kelly O'Dwyer announce a little bit of policy this morning, but oh, well, that'd most, be nice to see. It, it, yeah. All we've had of our prime minister that I've heard is about gay whisperers. Gay whisperers, you know, I mean, no, I mean, gender whisperers. Gender whisperers, that's all gender. he's worried about is, I, you know, oh. And the gorgeous Philip Adams has been looking for tender whisperers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you've got a new campaign video and it starts with the line, I know a lot about dicks. Yes. Tell us about that. And this this kind of does pass travel on because really what we're seeing in state and federal parliament is our MPs acting like dicks. You know, yeah. And and I don't I don't don't want to be gender discriminatory there, but um, it they are they're just acting like idiots, talking about themselves obsessively. Um, if you you know anyone out in the community would think, well, what are they doing to help me? What what are their policies for the next election? How are they how are they working towards making our community better? When in actual fact, all they're doing is banging onto each other, yelling at each other, and 
frankly, acting like dicks. But they've caught on to uh, maybe a lot of society out there. We aren't paying attention to what mm. they're doing. I mean, we talk about the plastic bags, which we laughed about here with yes. you as well for months. Yeah. For months, this country threw a performance over trying to take a plastic bag around and we change another prime minister and we all don't blink. Mm. We all just go, yeah. oh, that's okay. Nothing's getting done in, in our uh, point, but we try and get rid of a plastic bag and we all go, whoa, 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 whoa. But I have to say, I don't... You know, I, I, we should take some responsibility for that, and certainly we, we should be getting engaged and and be informed and and take action when we're when we're pissed off. Um, but also, our politicians have got a lot, have got have got to take responsibility that they that we have become disengaged with them. You know, well, we we see the yeah. palaver that's question time, and we go, well, you know. Huh, that makes no sense to me. I'm not interested. I'm going to click to the bachelorette. Fiona, you're the only politician that I can see that's still out there. Do you know? I mean, I'm thinking about when I grow up. You got to meet your local member on a Saturday down the shopping yep. centre. Mm, he yep. had. Uh, I can remember my dad going to the pub to hear the guy talk. I mean, because that's yeah. where he went up there, got a beer, stood out the front. And I know that you still have your morning breakfasts and and the communities get to come. That's right. We I go mean, to the pub. Part of it is as a politician, you should be shit scared of us. Yes. I mean, not shit scared, but you should be able to stand there and we should be able to look you in the eye and say, you're wasting our money, you're wasting our time. Paul, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying, you no, know, the I politician, know. you know, have some guts, get out there and stand up and we might actually have a bit more respect for you. Well, that's right. And start, to start. you know, I know it's a very twee thing to say, but actually listen. Oh, yeah. Actually listen. And you will find that, you know, the, the community is possibly well ahead of you. And, you know, we saw this with marriage equality, we saw yeah. this with assisted dying, that the politicians weren't listening and were completely out of touch with their community. Now, you've been described as one of the most effective politicians mm. out there. I've seen that several times. So if you're dealing with dicks, like your yeah. video, how, what, how are you getting through to them? Like, the others are just clashing heads. What are you doing that's uh, different? You know what? I, I don't lower myself to their level. So when the Greens... Labor, Liberal are all bitching about each other, all talking about how appalling they all are. Um, I'm actually trying to talk about policy and talk about the issues that, that my community is concerned about and whether that's congestion in the outer north or, you know, health facilities, community health facilities and the like. Moving on to policy, next week in Parliament they're voting on introducing mandatory sentences for anyone who assaults frontline services. Mm. All the major parties are supporting this, but you're not. So this is where we're going to disagree because I read this yesterday and I said, oh, and I thought, well, I'm happy to hear your point. Okay, no, thanks. I, um, yeah, and I think it's it's interesting to talk about this on Are You Okay Day when we look at our judicial system. We've had a, we've had a second suicide um, of of a judge recently, and oh, really, our, our judges are, are are under so much pressure. We you know we have the media kind of slamming them on decisions that they make. Correct. Um, yeah. And now we've got a, a bill, and I see this as a bill that's um, sh- saying that we don't have faith in our judiciary system, that we don't trust our judges to make the right decisions, having listened to all the evidence. So we're going to make a blanket law saying it's out of your hands now. No matter what the circumstances are, we, you will be forced to make this decision. You can't – there's no movement in the decision that a judge can make. Now, 
circumstances there's there's always circumstances and there's always different stories and i look you know generally we already have laws that say if you if you offend someone or if you assault someone you can go to jail but those two young girls i mean this i mean yep. they walked away because they had a sad childhood and and uh, they, you know, well it was more than that tom and i think you, you're right we don't hear the whole lot you're I, right i, no, read, I yeah. actually read the judgment okay. on that one so i saw I read what the judge had seen and I read what the judge said and, you know, it was more than okay. a, a sad childhood. I mean, they, and also, when you look at how... I mean, let's let's look at... We don't want those women to do it again. Definitely not. So, right. yeah. so that's, you know, yes, we want to punish them, but we, but we also... The main aim of this is to stop people committing crimes. Now, the judge made a good call that actually those women send, spent a few weeks in jail, but really sending them to jail was not going to make things better. It was going to put three... It was going to make, make five children um, parentless, yeah. and was that the best for society? I mean, look, I think, again, I mean, I like to read and I do know what goes on, but I think we all getting caught up in the media and the hype of maybe from Spring yeah. Street, who are telling us that as a Victorian, we should be scared. That, that, that they are out to get us, they are going down. And, and I suppose I'm getting right. caught up into it and I'm yep. thinking, yeah. Exactly. And I, and I had a very – Fitzroy Legal Service made a very good point to me. They said, listen, in a family violence situation where a son or, or a husband is acting out, if if they're scared that that son or husband will go to jail because he, you know, he slaps a police officer who comes in, yep. um, they're not going to call. So they, they're not going to call so the police. So they're setting themselves up. Even we, worse. That's yeah. right. So okay. we may find that that these type of laws will have unintended consequences. So there really is, rather than looking at the sentencing, <coughs> we need to be going back and looking about, where, you know, where this mental health issue might have mm-hmm. begun or, you know, terrible childhood who gets us into drugs, you get caught up into this whole system. So you're yeah. right, we shouldn't be hitting them at the end with a stick, uh, we should be uh, helping yeah, them Yeah, and the I think we also need to be really clear about the separation between the judiciary and the parliament. And Ooh, I think when correct. you yeah. start introducing mandatory sentencing laws, you blur that line. And I, and this is a fundamental part of 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 our constitution and of our right. of our system. And it's all okay now, but we change laws like that. Who's to say in 15, 20 years that someone gets That's in, right. we, we could be in a lot of trouble. That's right. Okay, That's right. look, you've changed my mind. Thank You're you. Right. Because I do, I, I get there and I read that and think, no, hang on, if someone hits a, an ambulance driver... Yes. A police, you know, they should got, be locked up for And we've got plenty of laws to say that they could be locked up. So the judiciary has plenty of tools okay. to lock them up. Yeah. What, but they, they need to have those tools and they need to have the decision-making power. But for, I'm going to say why we come up to election, all we're going to hear about is how, oh. is, is how scared we should be and protect mm. everybody. That's right, that's right. Fiona Peter Dutton's actions of granting visas to two au pairs, <laughs> it's pretty indefensible. Scott Morrison <laughs> is continuing to defend him. Mm. Um, he's allowed Peter Dutton to stoop down to low levels. Um, you'd think that the new Prime Minister's priority would be to provide some stability and some confidence in our political system. He's doing the opposite, eroding our trust. Do you think the Federal Liberal Party is in self-destruct mode? I certainly think we should be saying, are you OK? Are you because okay? I don't think that they are OK at all. Um, this, yeah, they, they need to stand down. Peter Dutton, and it's not just over the au pairs, it's also over his ownership of childcare centres, mm. um, 
Correct. This needs to be tested. Now, there is a question mark there. Certainly, you know, the Solicitor General said, no, he's he's okay, but it it it, it wasn't a clear, it wasn't black and white. So I think that Scott Morrison should stand down Dutton and Dutton should take refer himself to the High Court and, and clarify all of this and make it clear. And, you know, the, the au pair situation, it is inexcusable. He's, you know... He's he's done the wrong thing and he just needs to fess up to it. And it's worse that our new Prime Minister is coming on TV and backing him 100%. Mm. Well, I, right. I mean, just go easy, mate, you know. And, yeah. and again, this just, it's this self-obsession with themselves. You know, he should have been able to draw a line in the sand and say Dutton's going off to the High Court to... to 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 confirm whether um, whether the questions are, are questions that have arisen are, are fair, and let's move on and let's talk about what we're going to do to improve the country. There was an article in the paper yesterday in a column, and I think one of the opinion pieces said that this is the chaos, perhaps, that Tony Abbott wants to create to mount it for him to mount a comeback. Do you reckon well, that's a possibility. Oh, everything's possible, isn't it? And and I love that now we've got the um, you know, another ex prime minister throwing throwing grenades from the sidelines. So we've got Turnbull from yeah. his you know Hyde Park um, penthouse in New York yeah, throwing, saying that Dutton should be referred. And uh, yeah, hell hath no. What Fury. Is it? Fury. Yeah, like a scorned um, woman from Scorn Prime Minister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think the other question, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's an aside of this, but Scott Morrison is, you know, an evangelical Christian. An unknown entity that we have no idea what we've got ourselves in for. Yep. Mm. And he is the third of five prime ministers that we've had mm-hmm. who have got strong and deep religious conviction, and that's Kevin Rudd, Tony Abbott. Um, and and now Scott Morrison. In the last census, nine percent of Australians um, had strong religious convictions. Yeah. And yet, at the moment, sixty percent of our politicians, uh, of our prime ministers, prime ministers do. Yeah. But look, uh, my husband tells me that I'm on the conspiracy bandwagon because I'm <laughs> I, I'm convinced I can see branch stacking happening here in the That's Liberal right. government within Victoria. Yeah by a certain religious group who yep. are coming through. Now, these were the mummy first bubbers, the one family first, the ones that said that we weren't allowed to have children and go near it. Yep. They, are, that, they are taking over our, our Liberal... I, I, I agree. I don't think the Liberal Party is Liberal anymore. I think they should give their name back and I promise that we would use it. Okay. <laughs> because I think the Reason Party is the, the real Liberal Party. The real Liberal yeah, Party. the actual Liberal Party, the well, ALP. Well, look at that, Fiona. You are getting emails here. Absolutely oh. love Fiona. Really honest, bloody fantastic politics. Can't wait to read your book and thank you for putting all your skeletons out in public. So people yeah. are listening. Fiona. I'm halfway through the book. Let me tell you, it's cracked me up. I have laughed so far. <laughs> I've had a bit of a cry. And I thought my life was exciting. Sweetheart, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> In the last... Uh, not, last but not least, yeah. uh, I live in Richmond. Victoria Street used to be a bustling centre for yeah. Vietnamese cuisine. Great food shopping. You walk down there now, uh, there's vacant shops, there's roller shutters everywhere, yeah. and a clearly open drug culture. Now, we've got a safe injecting room up and running, yeah. which is great from a harm minimisation perspective. But as a local resident, I walk down there, it's obvious that the, the war on drugs is mm. not working. What can we do now to address the drug crisis in North Richmond? Um, there's there's two things, and and the the supervised injecting centre has been an overwhelming success, and we actually just posted a video on it um, on our Facebook yesterday, but it's been an overwhelming success. However, 
it needs to, it, it's already um, over capacity. So we, we actually need to expand it. We also need to think, uh, be, be very brave and look at other ish things we can do. And in other countries like Sensible Canada, mm-hmm. Nice America, they, um, they are actually giving heroin, people who are addicted to heroin, heroin. And that gets rid of the drug market overnight. And they go to a clinic, they can have heroin, they're not dealing with you know, bikey gangs or or crime gangs in the street. They're going to a centre where they can get help, when they can take a path to recovery, um, what, how, whatever that looks like. And I would advocate that we start doing that. But I also think we need to rejuvenate. We need to put some money into Victoria Street. It yep. is a wonderful street. And, you know, I don't, I, you know, in some ways I don't necessarily think it's just the drug activity that's, that's causing this. I think it's a whole range of things and we haven't invested in that street. We've put up that silly archway that we spent millions Cost of dollars on, which I think we could have done so much better. You know, beautiful awnings down that street, you know, really turn it into a, a beautiful destination, which it should be and can be. We're running out of time, Fiona Patton. Thanks so much for Thanks, coming. Thanks, guys. In. It was great. We have to have a show just for you. Oh, could we? Well, it's true, but Joy mightn't like that. <laughs> no, that's right. They make us play this LGBTIQ plus A music. <laughs> Again, thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you. Likewise. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.